Welcome to Meaningful Desire. In this episode, I speak with Gokubra Jerwin Parker Bardo. We talk about having goals and a destination compared with being goalless and feeling our way through life. Enjoy. Yo, Jaza, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? All right, enjoying this uh, rainy Sunday afternoon. Uh, it's relaxing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's alive in you at the moment? What's alive in me? Yeah. Um, I feel like um, my conscious is alive right now. I found like I think I've finally found where I want to go, mm. and I'm just following that. Mm, say more than that. What do you mean? Uh, like, um, do you know the destination or is it the feeling that the direction is right? I, I feel like it's a feeling. So mm. you know how you have that gut feeling where you're like, okay, I need to do something. I need to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you have an action point, it feels good. It's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep riding this wave. Mm. And, and how does that feel? How do you... When you say feeling, do you feel it in your body or is it more like an emotion? It's more so in the different sets, right? So I feel like in my mind, I feel it in my heart, I feel it in my soul. Mm. Um, It's like what uh, Robin Sharma talks about in his book, um, The Four Interior Empires. I feel like if I follow those four things, um, I'm on the right path. Yeah. Mm. What what are these four things? I'm not aware of, of this. Okay. Have you heard of your health set? Your mind—you know your, what your mindset is, right? I've heard of mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And have you heard of your heart set, your health yeah. set, your soul set? Let me know. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. Okay. Yeah. So, well, how would you define what a mindset is? It's how I look at the world and yeah, the so things happening in the world. Yeah. Okay. And how would you, I guess, explain? Have you ever thought about like your soul set? Yeah, hot set. Not in these terms. Yeah, not in these terms. Okay. Well, I've, well, I learned like this is just from me picking up this concept from a book. But I, th- I feel like me reading a lot of books, they all come mm. and this 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 interior empire is like uh, sums up, I guess, everyone's collective experience. Um, whether you'd call it mindset or you'd call it, you know, your intelligence, your IQ, um, it all adds up into four different areas of your life right it's your your heart set which is your emotional intelligence um how you uh, work on your emotions and how you feel with like with not only your emotions with yourself but like your emotional intelligence with others right um your health set what's your health set (laughs) i'll give you a um a guess on that what do you think that is it's like health is a big thing can be physical health mental health yeah. Emotional health, yeah. social yeah. health. Yeah. The health set is more so, I guess, as defined by Robin, uh, is the you know, it's your your health, your general health, like your relationship with food, your relationship with like with water, like your water and food, and um, your physical activity. You know, you can't really look after yourself if you're not looking after yourself. So there's that, and then there's the soul set. It's your your beliefs. You know, your, whether it's your religious beliefs, your spiritual beliefs, like. I guess, what's your purpose um, in this Mm. life that we have, you know? 
but I feel like in the last, I guess, two weeks, um, it's been exemplified um, through certain events in my life. So it's when you go through, you know, a storm, um, that's when you really, really focus on, damn, what, what am I doing right now? Like, am I doing something with my life that's going to be taking me somewhere that I want, where I want to be, you know? Mm. But yeah. And, and, and so when, when you describe it, it's like, there's a lot of this um, maps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's an integral model, if you've heard of that, in the no. quadrant. The, the quadrants. Um, yeah. Could you explain that more? I think of... Um, it's like an inside, outside, um, individual and collective. Yes. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, maps are like tools, right? The map is not the, it's not the territory, as we say. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Yeah, and I'm curious to how you apply this in, 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 in your real, in your reality, you know? In my Some, reality. Yeah, yeah. I guess sometimes we, sometimes I'm, Oh yeah, we're both into, how would you call it? Creative intelligence and innovation oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this <laughs> new concepts. But yeah. Sometimes we get lost in it and it, it, it becomes too abstract. Mm -hmm. Then we have to bring it down. How is this, how is this here right now? Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to how you apply this. Because you said you feel, you know where you're heading, right? And, and, and what is that? What, what does that mean? What does that mean to me? Oh, yeah, no. it's like, were you, before you thought you felt you were not heading the right way? Is that what happened? Yeah. Then maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess uh, when you have like a reality um, check or reality shock, um, mm. you have to really think about um, what you want with your life, right? And mm. Um, like, is it the money? Is it the, is it the purpose? Like, it's like, what do you want to do to contribute back inevitably to society? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you have to go through like so many different hobbies, different jobs and different ex collective experiences in order to see where you fit in. Right. For me, um, I was going through, I guess, um, like, you know, I just got my first full-time job. Well, not my first full-time job, but, um, I got in, in a place where I felt a bit stuck and I mm. felt like, oh, I don't want to get stuck in this. And I found like my purpose wasn't as defined on my hero's journey. Like, you know, I didn't know where I wanted to go. And if I didn't know where I wanted to go, then what the hell am I doing? You know, mm. it's like, um, if I didn't know, I felt like before I had um, um, setbacks or, um, stuff happened to me in life it's sort of like I felt like you get comfortable and when you as soon as you get comfortable it's like you're just floating in like in the middle of the ocean and you don't know where you're gonna go and that's scary I think a lot of people start floating in life you know like you're just in that boat and you're just like um, drifting into letting where the sea takes you but unless you know where, which island you want to go to which country or like you know what what's the goal right you're never gonna get there so I guess with the tools and you, you talk about like creative intelligence, innovation, it's like, um, how can you map that all together? Like for me, I had to 
go through like a really big, I guess, like breakup and a really big um, um, reality check in my own life that I had to be like, okay, what is it that I want? What I, what is it that I've experienced before? Um, what have I learned? And what can I do like just right now to help me get a little bit closer to my goal? Mm. So what do you want? It's one of the hardest questions ever, I think. <laughs> I feel like uh, just within my own journey anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like as humans, we can never be happy with what we get. Like think about the goal that you want right now. Like for me, when I first started, I guess like um, before, say, let's, let's, let's take it back a specific time period. Say in year 11, um, I failed pretty much half my like half my subjects in my courses right and I and mm. I was like really like depressed I didn't know what I wanted to do and all I wanted to do like the first goal that my 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 mentor asked me at the time is like what do you want to do in life I'm like well, I don't know yet he's like why don't you just go to uni I'm like how the hell do I get into uni well you need to bury your head in the sand and study your ass off for your 12 otherwise you won't uh, know what you want to do or by the time um, you do, it's too late, right? So make the mistakes now, um, before, otherwise you'd regret it later. But then, yeah. Mm. What was going on at that time? What, why did you fail a lot of subjects? Um, well, I had a really, 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 really tough um, life at the time. Mm. Um, at the time before it was before I discovered fitness um, mm. I really like was just like had a trouble trouble eating um, I was teased a lot for being like really thin as well and gonna be honest with you the breaking point for that time was like like drugs um, alcohol and a really really bad breakup and it was only until I got to that really low point then I was like ah I was like, where am I going to go from here, right? And my mm-hmm. only goal, bringing it back to the subject, my only goal was to, like, survive and um, and get into uni, you know? Like, okay, I know the goal is uni because my parents never made it to uni and, like, they really, like, worked their ass off to try to help me get to that point. So it's like, you know, the only meaning right I have right now at that point of in my life was get to uni. Then once I got to uni, I was like, yes, all done, problem solved, I got shit, i got to finish uni. Shit, i got to get a job. And then once I got that, shit, I want to get shredded. Got that, it's like, the happiness is not there. You know, it's not there at that end point. Like, there's always something that you want to do, you know? Mm. And then I guess at that point, I didn't really have my purpose defined at these different points. And then I was just chasing, um, it's like chasing a dog. It's like a dog chasing its tail, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad uh, i guess a metaphor analogy but um, no no it's it's i've heard it before you've heard it before yeah um, our, ca- our cat chasing <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i guess that's that's a thing right we we really don't know what we want to do we we can always have like um a picture of it but it's always changing like the more we the more we learn or the, the more i learn it's like the more, it's the less I know. Mm, mm, mm. And at that turning point you mentioned in year 11, is that where you created your Gokubra character? The persona? Is it, is it, yeah. Persona, <laughs> yeah, persona. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, growing up, one of my favorite shows was Dragon Ball as mm. well. Um, and the reason I stuck to the persona of Goku is because um, if for those of you, have you watched Dragon Ball before? Not much. So pretend, pretend I have that. Pretend you. Yeah, yeah. I always that's pretend the, I'm the dumbest person in the world. That's the best. Yeah, so that's a good, that's, that's a good <laughs> mindset to have though. That's a good yeah. mindset. You know, yeah, yeah. Carol D. Wack, because the moment you think you know something, you won't be listening to the other perspective. Mm. So Goku is a character um, in Dragon Ball. And he's one of the main um, characters. And basically, um, he started. He starts off as you know a Saiyan, and he gets the Super Saiyan one, which no one has ever, which any Saiyan has never done. So what's a Saiyan? A Saiyan. It's like, it's it's a it's a, I guess how would you call it? An like they're from another planet. Mm-hmm. So they're from a place uh, called Namek, and they're called Saiyans. So it's like humans, but it's a type of like. Right. Yeah, it's like a whole. That's a different, yeah. It's like a whole universe. Yeah, 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 whole yeah universe. Yeah, or like like a, yeah, like Dune as a universe or Game yeah. of Thrones as a universe. Yes. So this, whole... they have their their yeah. planet. What's the planet called? It's called Planet Namek. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, the planet gets destroyed and he gets sent to Earth. Him and a hmm. few other Saiyans, and because he's from like this other uh, planet. You know, he's got this potential to keep, like, he's, like, basically, like, strong as hell. Like, strong, way strong. It's, like, similar to Superman's story. Superman with the yeah. Krypton, yeah. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, and basically, Goku, what I love about Goku is every time he failed, um, he'd, he'd push through his limits and become stronger than, than what anyone would expect of him, right? And I love that. You know, I really, like, aspired to do that. So I was like, you know, I need to, I need to change my myself you know so i just started growing my hair out one day and eventually <laughs> i got to a point where it took me like 10 to 15 minutes to style it but it literally had this like goku hair um and everyone would like look at me in the gym and like the hell is- bro you look like goku i'm like yeah bro yeah bra <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually people started calling me goku bra so i was like at, the- at my gym so i was like you know and i started making youtube videos as goku bra and then i posted my transformation video and it got mixed reactions, um, but pretty. Say more about that. That's interesting because um, yeah. we kind of live in this, uh, like the online, our online lives are interpenetrating our offline lives. Yeah. You know I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm keen to, to hear what your experience of this is because you kind of got a lot of reactions, right? Or yeah kind of yeah a mini celebrity status kind of thing How oh yeah definitely a... definitely got a taste of that mm. um well it was good like at the start i was like oh my gosh it's got 1000 views oh my god 5000 people seen it eventually it's got like a quarter of a million and i'm like getting messages and i'm getting people sending me stuff like on reddit and and uh, bodybuilding forms and everything and i was like what the heck is going on Mm. and then i people started making comments about me that was like how do you make a comment about me in like a 10 minute video and you already analyzed my whole uh. you know it's like <laughs> it's like i've been hearing stuff i've never heard of and like there was rumors spreading around um i think created a story about you it was like yeah like they added upon the story and it, it was like really interesting you know it was like first time <laughs> for me because before that i like like i didn't get any attention right it's like mm. yeah it was really weird. It's like a weird transformational thing. 
Um, but overall, I was really appreciative of like most of the comments, if, even if some of it was toxic. <laughs> were, you, were you just playing around when you decided to do a channel, YouTube channel? Or just you weren't yeah. ex you weren't expecting anything, or mm, not really. Was no. there a purpose of to it? Why did you do it in the I first really, place? Yeah, yeah. I, I really just wanted to document like my journey, mm. and, um, like because I know that I'm going to be transforming, and then like it would be cool to have a look of a video of me like two years from now, like I'll, I'll see how I was a year ago, you know, just to see like how I've been evolving and changing. Cause mm -hmm. I find like YouTube is a great platform to do that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like if you upload a video now, you'll be looking back at it five years from now. I'm like, wow. Like you can compare, you know, and mm -hmm. you can see how much you've, you've grown. Cause I've had the best thing is about like everything. It's like being able to grow, you know, and seeing how your perspectives changed and, I really just used YouTube as like a diary and stuff. Have you looked at this video recently again? Uh, <laughs> not, uh, not in a couple of months actually. So I don't look at the comments anymore. And uh, it's just because I've been so busy and yeah. I don't know, I've, I've been working on like future stuff. So I just chuck it on there and I don't really watch it anymore. When, when you did look at it in the past, how did it feel to, to look at Oh, okay. It's like yeah, a so, snapshot in time, yeah. Yeah, it is like a snapshot in time. That's a that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, in terms of like looking back at it, like, like looked at it a couple, I think a month or so ago, a couple months ago. Um, I watched it and I was as just as a reminder, you know, because I was like, okay, what am I doing? Like, like what happened? Like what is this? And then because someone was like commenting on it, hey, hey, I saw your video and like it's really inspiring. Like, like, okay, like I'm still getting these comments. Let me have a look. So I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> my, <laughs> my perspective of like the world has changed so much, but like, it was like, it also reminded me of why I started as well. Mm. Like, like, oh damn, I used to be this and now I'm this, but I'm also now this because we're constantly um, evolving. We're all constantly changing, you know, mm. but essentially like it, it just helped me, um, remind myself of like why I started like fitness for example in the first place um and how I used to be in the past and just sort of think okay if this was me five years ago or four years ago like like how was like the question I really asked myself as well it's like that me like four or five four or five years ago wouldn't have ever thought like I would get to this point mm. in life right now you know mm. so it's like them, I'm the hero of that my person four four years ago, which means that me four years from now will pro is probably going to be the hero to myself now. Mm. Yeah, a few things are coming up, so we'll <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so one thing that came up to me was um, yeah, there was a point in my life where I attended a lot of these cosplay conventions. Oh yeah, Smash. Um, yeah. What's the other one? Smash and Comic Con. Comic-Con and uh, there was another one that's like Comic-Con in Sydney, but anyway. Oh yeah, I can't remember the name as well. But yeah. yeah, and I was surprised how um, it's a very, you know, people talk about diversity and equal, equality of uh, opportunity. I saw it in, in, um, in Comic-Con yeah. or, or in this cosplay or in yeah. Smash. <laughs> I saw people of all ages, all genders, all nationalities, yeah. and all li their 
linked together yeah by this world right of of imagination which is so interesting that in the real world we aim for all this high ideals of uh equality and yeah. diversity yeah. and we never seem to get it and then you go into this and like convention and you're like it's like wow this is interesting this is cool huh? the hell like yeah <laughs> and in fact but the weird thing is i've also read i think in one of the subjects we did i looked into how the real world of um bullying stuff also per is infiltrating it's it's a weird so we think that like gamers and people with cosplayers they have their world yeah. but then the politics is trying to destroy that yeah in a weird way politics is, is trying to it's like a virus that it's it's communities right mm. and, and i think some communities in this world is have been divided because of the when politics enters the equation right yeah yeah i was wondering if if, if you could comment on that it just came to me right now. Could you define what you mean? Like, could you give me more, I guess, deeper example of, yeah, so like politics within that perspective? Because it's like that Gamergate phenomenon. It, yeah. It's a complex phenomenon where... As in, like the politics on... between like esports or... Oh, no, it's, it's more gender politics. Like, I'm a woman, I'm a game maker, and all these bros are bullying me. And then the gamers are like, what? what? What are you talking about? You know, like it's all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, we're just enjoying know. life and then now you're trying to get into this. But there's always many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the politics behind that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets so complex. It's like, what's happening? What's the real thing? And then it depends on which, which uh, blog or which publication. Mm, mm. I it's read. weird, right? Because it, it, it's constantly evolving and the ideals of, like, I guess, um, like identity politics or gender uh, um, politics between like perceptions. It's it's set inevitably by society and each like I guess um, community, right? So if we look at say let's let's pick a sample from that big gaming community that we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. So if I take one that I know of, it's like a big popular game I used to play is League of Legends. Mm -hmm. um, there's this now this thing where um, if you're a Twitch streamer and you stream League of Legends and you're a female, you're you're gonna get more clicks and views than if you're gonna be a, a male uh, streaming. Um, and why do you think that happens? I don't know. Not... <laughs> I don't play the game. Is it they're sexier? I don't know. Are are you supporting feminism? I don't know. It could be. Uh, it could be. It could be either right yeah. but traditionally if we look at that sample if we look at like um streamers and the amount of donations like a twitch streamer would get if you're a female it would be much significantly higher than a male but then when you watch esports and stuff like that or if we're talking oh, these about, are the pros right esports these are the, the, the pros the then professionals it's, yeah. it's more so like males and stuff but um, I guess with um, the perceptions, it really depends on like the specific gaming community. I know traditionally, if we look at the the generalizations of like I guess gaming, like like you wouldn't think like when when all the boys are playing you know Call of Duty for example, you wouldn't think uh, like one of the your, your girlfriends are gonna jump on and play with the boys, you know? 
Um, it's just because it's not a normal thing in today's society, for example. But it is. There are cases where, like, I've seen where, like, it's all predominantly been like females in a lobby and. Like, oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just statistically, if we take it like through statistics, it's very, it's very generalized. You know, it's it's not accepted yet. But hopefully, we get in that point of society where it's like, um, you know, there's less gender politics, but more so like what you said about like the, the just the communities are just like. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I guess what's happening is where in this world, in this gaming or cosplay, we're trying to create in the imaginary and we can create whatever we want, but then yeah. somehow, yeah, we, there's this thing where everyone's trying to, that's what's happening in general right now. For example, economic, the economic way of thinking is applied to everything. Yeah. But that, that it shouldn't be like that. We should, it should be more flexible. Like let's say I'm in a family. Yeah. I'm not gonna charge my siblings or my my family. Like I'm not gonna treat them like a supplier or a customer. It's just gonna yeah. be weird, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but people seem to try to oh this is the truth, you have to apply it everywhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like and yeah. and also the flip side, is I'm I'm, you know, I'm kind of crazy and over the place. <laughs> in one instance, I was attending, like, when I was into Linux, uh, like yeah. Linux hackers, predominantly okay. male, right? It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. But then when I go to yoga or ecstatic dance, predominantly female. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I see no problem with that. It's, yeah. If it's just interest, you know? Yeah. And it's all changing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one. Maybe let's leave that kind of forms <laughs> it's still being worked out it's, you know, a, it's a big yeah, topic yeah, yeah and no one knows like i'm not an authority in it i didn't do gender studies or anything yeah no likewise yeah. it's it's always good to discuss it though but um i guess the big problem i see with like um gender like e equality and and like when people make like uh generalizations but between like men and women it's it's really hard because uh, there's so many different samples and so many different um, areas that you can pick and choose. Yeah, Some yeah. people like, you know, they take it uh, as a grain of salt. So for example, it's like, oh, why is there um, more um, like females in nursing than males? Or yeah. why is there more um, males in policing than there is in, you know, it's, it's, you can't, like when people make statements, they're not defining it to its core for specific and, yeah and even even this counting i'm not into counting yeah yeah <laughs> because like we don't need to be account that's the accountant mindset why do we need to count stuff yeah exactly right it's like what's the right number yeah you can why is it 50 50 is it 75 yeah. 25 is, nah. what is the right equal number and what is equality yeah, I have a controversial view in that. Like, I don't want equality. I want people to be different. Yeah, I don't want to be the same as you. I don't. Yeah, like, I don't want anyone to be the same as me. I don't even want to be the same as me as yesterday. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't even want to be equal to myself. Yeah. Like so, but, yeah. so that's that's one one thing. The other thing that came up to me is this fitness. Fitness, yes. Because I remember we were in the Philippines, right? And we were like in this oh, group of times. We were in the container of this. So you can you can go to the gym, right? Yeah. And, and oh you were gosh. like you were like um, 
lifting <laughs> luggages because I need I need to do something. Can you? Because yes, for, that's for right. people for people who are not there, it's hard to understand what understand it feels. That, yeah. Why why does this guy want to work out? <laughs> Because <laughs> to some people, that's a chore. Yeah, yeah, it's something yeah. to do. I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. Uh, honestly, like, for those of you who don't, like, you know, go to the gym, I guess, or, like, have that same, fit, like, for my mindset, fitness mindset, going on that trip um, with you, Oliver, was, like, it's, it was life-changing as well. Um, but we were, let's, let's give some context for everyone. We were, where were we? We were in the GK farm, right? Um, and there's basically this farm where, we're there for like social change to understand like all these social entrepreneurs. And um, basically it was like, I think halfway through our trip. Um, yeah. We've been drinking a lot, eating a lot. Yep. By yep. then. Uh, that was another thing as well. Yes. Lots of rice. And, and, and lots of rice, a lot of carbs, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of everything, you yeah. know? Um, and then we got to this point where it's like, Oh man, I need to lift. Like I could, for me before that point, I was lifting for like, two and a half years, three years, like nonstop. Like I never missed a gym session. Um, like every day, is it every day? Right. Yeah, literally. Uh, well, I've had like a, a day off, for example, but even with my day off, I'd still go in, you know, do cardio and stuff. So I'd still have that, like that, that thing, but I guess lifting weights was like, for me, um, I didn't realize it at the time. And that experience has helped me realize it um, is for me, lifting weights is like releasing um, endorphins, right? Like it helps me de-stress event like I felt like I was like losing like my, not even just my muscle but like like my mind like when I lift it's not necessarily to get like you know like a nice body or like a nice shape like that's a good byproduct but I realized over time through lifting like I've been lifting for almost half a half a decade now is it's more for your mind you know it keeps you need to find something that keeps your mind um sane um like a nice structure and releases endorphins. Like, and that's why they, you see everyone says, go exercise because exercising is the number one thing you can do, not, not only for your body, but for your mind. Like there's so much studies, so much studies that have been done. And, you know, it, it really just supports that. And through that time, like why I was lifting that luggage and why everyone was thinking, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> luggage. I did join you for a bit. Yeah, you fun. did join in, right? <laughs> I had to innovate. Like I was forced to innovate. Like I needed to lift something. And then that's when I saw the luggages and I was just lifting and everyone was thinking, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, this feels so good, brah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to maintain Goku, brah. I need to maintain, yeah. Yeah, this exactly. persona won't exist if I don't do this. Mm, 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 yeah. yeah. So you talked, about, you talked about studies, but what's your personal experience in this? Like when did it, did it change you cognitively? when you started lifting? Yeah, actually, yes. So there's a couple of things cognitively that I want to cover, mm -hmm. I'll talk about. But the first one is uh, my perception, I guess, um, in terms of the way I exert my um, um, confidence to others, right? Like, I felt like I've turned, like, before lifting, I was, like, really introverted. Like, no one talked to me. Um, I'm, like, really scared. Um, like, cause I'm like very self-conscious and like my mindset was like, just so on that level, like introverted, I love gaming. Um, you know, I just like to stick as we talked about before, like in gaming, why, why I love gaming and I still do like gaming, but I used to be gaming like till like 6am 
like I'd be playing every single game and that was before I started lifting. Um, I really, 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 really um, just was introverted. I was shy and I hated public speaking. Now, fast forward a couple of years later, I do public speaking. I'm extroverted. I can walk around a music festival in just my undies, like, and not really care. Like, I've, I've got to that point, not necessarily because of lifting itself, but because of the confidence that I get from that, as well as um, being able to, I guess, expand on like my mind. And that confidence has helped me gain unique experiences um, in a way that's like helped me cognitively. You know, I have better sleep now. I um, have a better relationship with my food and your food takes a big, um, if you have a good relationship with food and, and know how your body reacts to food. Like for example, for me, I've been counting my calories for 1800. Let me have a look actually. I'll show you just so you guys don't know. I'm like, There's an app for that. There's always There's an, an app. app. So my <laughs> fitness pal, uh, right here. I don't know if you'll see that. It says one, eight, Two, three, 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 three days. Yeah. 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 And that's my old Goku bra picture, but you know, I keep that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what does that, what does that mean? Counting calories and how does it help you? Counting calories. Okay. So basically your mind and your like with full body, your body, um, in the middle of this, oh, well, sorry, it might be this way. Basically to function like every day you have your maintenance calories, right? That's keep you alive, to keep, to you, keep alive. you alive and keep your body running as for, um, normal function, right? And that's your maintenance calories. Everyone has different maintenance calories. But if you eat too much uh, consistently every day, um, you will gain weight and you also like um, have more carbs and you'll feel a lot more groggy. Um, like the amount of calories you consume every day has a big impact on your, your mindset and your mood, essentially. If you eat a little bit or like too much, too little every day, um, you'll starve, and then what happens when you starve, right? You you like you don't want to do anything, like you're, you get hangry, so you're hangry, hangry, right? Hangry. There you go. <laughs> if you can develop a relationship with yourself where you understand whether you're trying to gain muscle, or if you want to gain muscle anyway, or you can develop that point where you know um, how much you need to sustain yourself. That's that's calories only, right? But breaking down those calories, you have carbs, protein, and fat. A uh, carbs, fat, protein. Having those different, your body will react differently to amount, certain amount of carbs, fat, protein. The best thing I could, um, I guess, ask anyone to do is just understand how, well, how your relationship with food is. Like, mm. how many calories are you eating? Like, you don't have to do what I do every day and just count your calories to its core. I only do that because I'm already used to it. You know, I already built that habit and it's like, oh shit, how much have I ate? Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. You know? The reason I count them is because um, it helps me um, see where I am and understand my goal at the time. Because, you know, mm. I'm, I'm constantly either bulking or I'm cutting, or I'm getting ready for, um, say, a photo shoot or I'm getting ready for a music festival. I'm getting ready for something, you know? I'm getting ready for summer. Like, I want to trim down for summer. I want to have my physique nice and thing. I, I know how to do that now, you know? So cutting um, weight. Is that when you don't drink water too much? So you, you uh, shrink or something? I, I heard of it. I heard that it can be that tough. is that is a thing. When bodybuilding, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a way. That, yeah. So for fitness shows like um, and competing, there's a lot of builders that dehydrate themselves, so they, they their um, skin is more mature and stretchy and more, more shredded. And it helps them with their show. But if you guys, like, it depends on, <laughs> on like the goal, right? But for the 
vast 99.95% of like the population that's not going to compete if you're not going to compete. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a Trust me, it's not worth it. Do not dehydrate mm-hmm. yourself. Always make sure, like counting calories is one thing, but always making sure that you're drinking at least the recommended of water every day. There you go. You got mm-hmm. some water on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> stay hydrated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like you need to stay hydrated every day. And that's also something that affects your mental stability. If you're dehydrated, trust me, you're going to feel worse off. Than, it's better than paying consistently but you can understand your relationship with water too mm. something that came to me so this is the third bit we'll go to that but one thing that came to me as you were talking about this is this yeah. is concept of getting full say satiation <laughs> being sati- satiated satiated um which i guess it, it can apply to food right it's like knowing when to stop when I'm full, uh, yeah. feeling that I'm hungry, yeah. I eat, and then I'm yeah. full, and then I yeah. stop until I'm hungry again. Yeah. And the beauty of this is because I've been also a student of desire, it, it yeah. goes to desire as well in life. Exactly, yeah. 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 What do you desire uh, most? No, but there's also that, the, the beauty of, you know, sometimes when we're hungry, like let's say I'm single and then I'm feeling this hunger for intimacy. Sometimes I blame it. Why am I hungry? But you should take yourself that you're hungry because the desire is there. Mm. And then I look for intimacy. It comes. Yeah. Then I should be there to receive it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then be thankful that I received it. So what happens sometimes is like to me, like sometimes is when it's happening. So you, I run after things because I'm hungry. And then it comes, and instead of just being there receiving it 100 percent. i'm thinking of the next the next thing yeah and then i'm out of it then then i'm always hungry because i don't really get time to to savor it yeah yeah and not knowing i'm full as well because sometimes when you overeat like the first let's say an example the first ice cream is amazing mm. the second not so the third is like mm. Yeah. Part and fifties is one of vomit. <laughs> but sometimes you forget that in yeah. in real life. Because I have this close friend who is also a teacher in this realm. Like yeah. we went to this event. Mm. And halfway through the event, it was like a ball. I think I think it's one of the BCI balls or something. Okay. And you can bring a guest. So I brought her and then it's like halfway through said, I'm full, let's go. It's like to her, you don't need to finish the whole thing. If you've already had your fun, then you can go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good lesson. Like, sometimes good. we just sit through it, you know, even though uh, I'm enough. Yeah. So that, that reminded me when you talk about relationship with food. and. I like that. I like that. That's, that's, some, that's some valuable thing. I like, I'm going to take that away too. Yeah. You know, just being at an event, right? And you, so say from a perspective of, I guess, as an entrepreneur, right? you're there like i've only got a limited time at this event i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna see what like what's what's it all about and then i'm gonna leave when i realize like there's no value here for me yeah so you, or if you've already had enough or it's and yeah. also like yeah they, they discuss this in economics there's sometimes there's sunk costs and people yeah. are are so let's say you paid for a movie a lot yeah. of people won't walk out <laughs> because they paid for it even though they, they, they already hate it 
yeah. that actually if you count your opportunity cost that you would you could be doing something else, else. yeah yeah which can yes. be more uh, life enhancing <laughs> then, yeah <laughs> if actually it's not you could lose the money but the time, the time will be more valuable the time the is the, yeah, yeah exactly yeah have you heard of that reminds me of a concept might be go a little bit off track with this one but... yeah there's, there's no such thing as off track <laughs> <laughs> but this with the, the, the concept of that is like in in life right you'll you're going to have those opportunities where you can leave but you you know you want to leave but you don't just for the sake of like that op that that thing you're already committed to something but like there's nothing holding you back except for yourself like for example when you um have like an energy vampire do you know what an en energy vampire is let me guess so it's when when i'm with this person i feel drained afterwards is that what you yes, mean yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so all they do that's a spot-on definition by the way nice <laughs> i'm just guessing <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're gonna meet these people in your life there's this people that uplift you and provide you value with like something they point you in another direction or like you know, supportive there's people that's like eh, you know and then there's negative vampires oh energy vampires basically they they suck your energy out of you by the time your conversation ends you're like oh and they really affect your mood you know <laughs> i can't remember who spoke about this but i think it was dandapandi dandapandi um he spoke about this in one of his ted talks and he's like whenever I have an, like an energy vampire, because your time is valuable, right? Like that opportunity costs, like when you have someone come up to you and you know, like they're an energy vampire, when they say, hey, how you going? Like, you'd be like, oh, it's a lovely day, right? And then you just go on with your day, right? You don't be like, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good, how are you? It's like, and then they're like, oh, I'm good. Um, but if you don't really want to find out how that other person is, like you just be like, oh, because you know they're an energy vampire and you know they're going to be like, oh, they're going to like, bitch about something or to be negative they're gonna be toxic like you can already separate yourself from that you know that that scenario you know <laughs> but i guess so many of us like you go to a party or like oh we should hang out next week i'm like yeah but when you say yeah like when you don't want to really hang out like you know you're really lying to yourself essentially mm. like yeah i've been i've been to that period in my life where mm. i i overbook all my calendars and <laughs> and then i realized what am i doing like i'm running myself like a corporation i'm not a yeah 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 i'm a human being i don't need to i don't need to be fully utilized even though if i'm not enjoying it you know and it's just running from one event to another and it's mm. uh, why, why am i even doing this yeah and and also i find that in Strangely enough, in Sydney, a lot of most people are overbooked in Sydney. Maybe it's changed now with the pandemic. But before, it's like, hey, just want to do something. It's hard to just be because they've already they already calendared. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why do people calendar so much? I mean, yeah. it's useful. Like if you're it's, going to useful, yeah. going to the dentist and things like that. <laughs> but if you're just gonna be having pleasure, why do you need to schedule? <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. true. I agree with that. Especially I mean, I'm not ditching it because it's useful. Because sometimes mm. you need to do it, to do it, but probably it's not a good idea. At least in my experience, it wasn't. No. I feel much better when there are days where I wake up and I go, "What do I want to do today?" To do it's today. Just, it's yeah. just so fresh. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like that. You know, mm. it's like literally go with the flow. 
Yeah, and, and also, have you heard of Nassim Taleb, the, the author? No. Yeah, he, he wrote Black Swan, Anti-Fragile. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about this. It's like he, he doesn't have an assistant. Oh, really? Even though he's very rich. Because once you have an assistant, then you have hey. to manage your assistant. It, it actually eats up your time yeah. because you have to yeah. give them something to do. Then, so he, he's... he's it's like he calls himself as a planner. A planner is someone who walks aimlessly in uh, the city. Because yeah. if when you have the fuck you man, you can do whatever you want. But yeah. some people, when they have the fuck you man, they actually are more restrained because they mm. they over yeah. complicate their life. You know, they, yeah. Like, yeah. They, they schedule too much. They all yeah. these events. They have all this staff, and then you have to manage all this staff. And, mm. But what you can do is just be free, and then when you need something, just pay for it. And then it's done, and then you do another thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I like the, the way he, he talks about it. And, and also Elon Musk in, in, in his, one of the recent ones where in Joe Rogan. Yeah. He talked about his selling all his assets. He's selling really? his house. Yeah. Because it's, it's a burden to him. It's oh, like, really? To Elon? <laughs> he's smart because... He is smart. It's not a good to be a billionaire in America now. You're being reviled. And if you have all these big houses, you're a target. It's a vector. Yeah. It's a target mm, vector. Yeah. And then, if I have nothing, then... <laughs> what are you going to take from me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, and, and also he talked, he talked about how, well, I, was trying, I was planning to build this house and I want to make the perfect house. Yeah. But then I thought that would take a time. Yeah. But instead of spending the time, I could be getting us to Mars. So maybe I'll just do that. <laughs> it's a different, I like a different mindset. Yeah, that's a good mindset to have. But it's yeah. a very hard mindset to develop though. I know, because we've been conditioned in a way to, to, uh, to have all these objects of success. Objects of success. Having, indicators, having right? something. Yeah. There's a societal indicators. And um, we're, we're a cons very consumeristic society. Yeah, although it's being challenged it's about, now. It's all about with, stuff. What do you with, have? With, with COVID-19, it's being challenged, right? Like, yeah, yeah. They, Even they, just with the workforce, right? It's like, oh, everyone, we work from home now. Like, like, yeah, and, and the, the economy is, is going down, but people still are okay. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it's going to see, it's going to reveal a lot of things about human nature, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good because you're seeing this jungle, a juggle right now. It's all about managing cases, but also keeping the number of businesses open, right? So you're, you're literally juggling between this difficult, like even you're seeing the politics behind this. It's like COVID cases, lives versus people's jobs and money and like people are going to go starve if they have no jobs you know, the, the economy versus the the lives aspect what's more important like how do you juggle like how do you get that balance yeah. and even it's a good it's a good time for innovation actually but yeah like now before people were saying oh universal basic income what a load of rubbish but now it's happening yeah most people are <laughs> universal basic income I yeah yeah that, that UBI is a very popular concept. They even now, that. yeah, because especially when automation comes, when 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 we really get good AI, yeah, you won't need much workers anymore. Mm. So you have to find a way to 
still be alive as a decent human being without yeah. jobs. So why why does having a job become the primary criteria of being? Yeah, that was a that was a big um, question actually. I covered I think a year two ago, the Human Rights and Technology Conference. They talked about that. It's like ah, what did you learn from that? Um, they're really trying to figure out. Well, main learning is um, humans like we're flawed and we're arid, but in terms of AI, if we get into AI, we found in our project is uh, humans will are always going to be the ones to dictate the rules um, of AI. And if we give them too much power, too much creative freedom, then if, then eventually they'll outsmart us. And you know, they'll, but if we teach them the ethics, and but that's the hard thing, right? Is to teach um, AI ethics. It's like we have to always be the ones that's driving AI, right? through human-centered design rather than letting um, um, the AI decides themselves. Like it depends on the rule that they're, they're, they're understanding and who's creating it, right? And who's involved in that design process. Like, is it just hungry business people or is it just like everyone? So it's very- I think the challenge there, if it's really intelligent- Yes. Then you can't control it. You can't, yeah. yeah. Like, how can you- it's a good question. How can you teach AI ethics when we can't even teach other humans ethics, ethics properly? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should perfect that with humans first. <laughs> <laughs> How can we expect to have like a perfect AI with like perfect human ethics when it really depends who's building that AI? Is it a good guy? Is it a bad guy? Like and not even not even then, even if yeah. even if it was a good or bad, like because being alive, if if it's really an intelligent, like human level or an, yeah. or a greater, then it will evolve beyond the design. Yeah, that's you true. Know what I mean? Like like us. That comes to a, a movie. I was thinking I would explore that. We can even do like mainstream ones where it's like Terminator, right? They're like they they came to that conclusion, that hypothetical stance where it's like the hypothesis was like humans are the disease. Like you think about it from the perspective of that Terminator one, right? Have you seen Terminator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start evaporating the humans because why? Well, they're the ones that's destroying the planet, for example. <laughs> that's uh, some humans have that idea. <laughs> yeah. Consume, consume, consume. Leave no, but I think it's uh, wrong to me. Mm. It's a erroneous way of looking at things because it, we're separating ourselves from yeah. everything. Yeah, we are in it. <laughs> it's not like we're outside nature and oh, this yeah. is nature. We should take care of. No, we're in inside. We're dependent on the thing. Yeah. Sometimes you think we're powerful, but no, we're in the thing. Yeah. So whatever's happening right now, we are it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are sending me into the abyss right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the third thing, which reminds me, the third theme I was thinking when you were talking about your Goku bra transformation is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I've had, I've had a lot of good-looking friends, both male and female. Oh and yeah. The, and there's this weird thing that when you're when you're looking good, there's this weird assumption that you're not that intelligent. Have you yes. encountered that? And how does yes. that feel? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just meeting people. Like, they, they'd see me online and um, they'd, they'd know who I am um, through um, all the different media I've been in. And they meet me in real life and I have a conversation with them and they're like, man, you are so much smarter than I thought you were. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, 
you know, it's like, well, I just thought you were a meathead. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate it. I got meat everywhere, even in my brain. But, you know, it's, it's people are quick to judge, I guess. On it's on appearances, right? Yeah, yeah, on appearance, yeah. Especially, like, my relationship in the past, I guess, like, um, with, like, people. Um, I feel, I don't know if this is a general assumption, but when I used to go um, to like parties and stuff and like, you know, I felt like maybe this is another thing that's like, if this is very subjective, like the thing with like um, confidence and I was like really introverted in confidence. And now like at parties, like I'd get like, like, like not now, but like because of COVID, but like previously, like I'd get like so many attention, like from females, for example. And um they're like, oh, hot ass. Like, I even have remember this one party that was so weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was so weird because, like, I got so much attention that night when I, when I first did my, um, I don't know if I was stripping or anything. I was just, like, a guy that was, like, I, I was running around the event just giving out roses and um, I was on stage dancing and just the amount of attention that I got I was not used to. And I felt like, and then when, like, I got all this like attention from like females. It's sort of like, do you love me? Or do you not love me? Like, sorry. Do you, are you only talking to me um, because of my appearance and my body or because of my personality? <laughs> yeah. And you, and then I, I came to realize over time that you can, you can realize uh, people's intentions. Um, first couple of, I guess, days or interactions with them. Um, but you only learn that through the experience, I guess. But yeah. So how do you, how does it happen? Do you, is it like a gut feel or is it something? It, it, it's more so, yeah, it's, sometimes it's a gut feel and sometimes it's, it's more so you just have a conversation with them and then see what their interests and values are. And if they don't align with you and like, why are you talking to me? It's like, oh, I know why you're talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you sort of learn from it over time. I, I can't really explain how you know, but you, when you know, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's interesting to hear it from this again the stereotypical way of looking it's it's usually they say it's the the women who feel this but yeah. you're just living proof that it goes both ways right it, it does go both yeah. ways yeah. yeah it does yeah coming from someone who was like 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 just wanted maybe one acknowledgement attention to like a lot of attention um i've seen like both sides of the story and then i i only just searched for something that was genuine you know um, I also found that, like, at one point, when you were talking about before, it was you were talking about, like, oh, you schedule things, you have, like, so many different things going on. I was at that point one time, because, like, um, I was the, like, second in, in command for this um, uh, very large event, like, society for, like, universities, and I'd be flying out to different um, states, um, like, even consistently, and I'd have, like, a lot of friends, a lot of people trying to grab my attention. And I was like, you know, what the hell? I can give everyone my attention. Wrong, you can't. <laughs> you can only interact with so many different people a day other before your brain just starts to get exhausted because there's so much information, so much. Like, even if you have maintained conversation with like 10 people a day, that's 10 different conversations you're having in a day, right? So, And if five of them are energy vampires. There you go. There you go. You put that link. <laughs> yeah. I usually have like three or four energy vampires, you know, and it's like, like, and then I, I just give everyone my time. But then I learned, you know, time is valuable. 
people you interact with, like you can tell straight away. You get, you can only learn uh, through experience, um, like who you should give your time to, like and what's the purpose. Or if you're gonna just be helping them, like help them. But um, if they if it's too much, like you know, it's okay to just you know just take take a step back and not plan anything and just you know. Yeah. Reminds me of another useful tool that I found over the years is to set a container. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's do this stay, for stay. ten minutes and and we finish the container and then we could set another one. But I like know. that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's even it's even happened sexy for like let's set a let's set a timer. Let's kiss for ten minutes. It's, <laughs> it's actually really really amazing when because <laughs> because you know it's gonna end. You just focus on that. And because then you go. You'll, you'll, you'll do that exercise 10 minutes and you're gonna, you're gonna make, mm-hmm, I'm, I'm gonna make this. Ah, man, I'm 100%. Yeah. Because I know it's, gonna, it's limited, right? It's not like. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that, it's finite. Like, you, yeah. you're gonna spend that 10 minutes, like, on Paul. And then you like, oh. finite. You feel the infinite. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> You also got that. Sorry, this is probably stupid to say, but you got that ten minutes of like that containment for kissing. Then you move to the next container. <laughs> if, if you want, yeah, if you want. Otherwise, you'd be like, I gotta do something else. If you're full, then you. And maybe it will happen another day. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, man, that's funny. I think that's good. Um, is there anything else you wanna? You can ask yeah, me too, whatever. We could probably talk for hours. Oh, well, yeah. I'll ask you something. Um, I guess in terms of like, I think purpose, like mm-hmm. this is st- what we started with at the start is how has your, like, have you ever been satisfied? Like, has your purpose changed throughout the years? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perception changed, like, and, like, and I guess when that change comes, what was your best way to deal with that change? You know, like life, if anything I've learned from life in the past, month or two is like things can just change like that and you're like world is upside down and you need to just like gasp up for air and breathe you know and the purpose thing is the only thing that will help you survive and like keep afloat you know well i have a a different right now i've come to a different place with this Mm -hmm. i've been Doing this practice of a, a goalless practice, goalless oh. practices. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So, there's a few ways of explaining. So let's say you said you know your goal, right? When yeah. people say, "I know my purpose," "I know my goal." Yeah. It's there, right? Mm-hmm. The mere fact of doing that, I've already killed any other possibilities. Because you know, it's, because what's going to happen is, because I want to reach, because you define it, you know? Yeah. I think define is an interesting word because life is full of nuances. It's really fine, fine-grained life. Yeah. To define it is to make it coarser so you can yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm. So you, cause you can, I can only understand something fully if I'm outside of it, like... Yeah. Like this glass. I know what it okay. is because I'm outside of it. If I'm in it, it's like hard. It's like fish. They don't know what water is because they're in it's it. It's like the, the goldfish example, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't 
at the moment I'm not into setting goals. Mm-hmm. Hence my life is like so random. But <laughs> but there's a certain direction. Yeah. It's not like random. But there's a direction. It's like um another way of looking at it, you know, desire and love and these things. Yes. It becomes problematic when I attach it to a thing, a person. Mm. But if I cultivate it without being attached to Mm. anything, it's still there. And it will attract the right things without me trying to predefine it before it happens. It's a bit like a dance in a... Yeah, I like that. And also, I'm actually experimenting with this right now. It's how to exist just in the present. It's... <laughs> how to exist just in the present without the, like the future, like the concept of the future? Yeah, and the past. And the past, ooh. Because if you think about it, or if you really... The future only happens in the present. Yeah. And what so think? whatever future you, it can never happen and, and, unless it's in the present. It's a bit like, you know that joke in this bar, free beer tomorrow. So you go to a bar, it said free beer tomorrow. Okay. Then you go the next day, free beer tomorrow. It never <laughs> arrives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's always referring yeah. to it's something that's not here. Tomorrow never comes, right? That's why it's like, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, yeah. Like, I'll do that tomorrow. Like, tomorrow never comes. That is like, you're on the ultimate journey for, uh, I've been meditating. Oh, I've been meditating as well for a thousand days now. Mm. And that is something that everyone's still trying to get, right? It's pure. Yeah, mind. even meditation has become like a goal, which is kind of counter, counter to Because <laughs> the whole point is, To, yeah, it's like um yes, like the Google. But then what, I, what I'm saying is um <laughs> like the Zen thing. It's it, yeah, but we're already in it. Mm. Ah, there you go. What I'm, I guess, if there's an aim, yeah, is to be total at every moment. Ooh. Being total means not being perfect, but being total means. Ex- being there, accepting everything that's there. Shadow, the bad things, sadness. And by being, by being present every moment, then the future will take care of itself. Because, do you know what I mean? Like if I'm... Boom. I like that. Yeah, and, and also I, I was thinking, everything that, that happened in history that's really hurtful or or destructive was because of a future goal. Yeah. It's all about the afterlife or utopia or a perfect society where everyone's equal. Yeah. All the worst things ever done in the history of humankind is about this future state like... That they want to achieve. I'm Stalin, we're going to actually do a perfect communist state, you know, or <laughs> Mao Mao, they did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or the fat... Like the fascists in Italy, they were influenced by the futurists, you know, when you, when you learn design school. Yeah, yeah. 
the Islamic State, ISIS, they're, uh, they're being animated by this feature of a caliphate of, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Heaven or paradise when, when you do all these things. It's always the future. Or, and I think if I'm just present, I'm going to see what's happening. And I'm yeah. going that's the thing though, when I do this, this has to be a lot of trust. Yeah. How do you find yourself like, cause it's so easy, even for me, like I try to do that every single day and I feel like I've been meditating for so long to help me get a little bit of like um, tools to like ground myself to the present moment, right? Because it's so easy to just get distracted. Everything pulls your attention away today, like in society, right? Technology is a big one. Like how's your relationship with technology in that sense? Because notifications, boop. Like oh, no. you know? this is where the, this interesting path is because you're not accepting it. Yeah. The, the more I, re when I react to something, yeah. I'm already, I'm already subjugated by it. Mm. If, so the, the weird thing is to be neither for something or against something. Cause it's like you're dividing the two. Yeah. So if I'm total, let's say, let's say, let's say I'm, I'm gonna be in Facebook. If I dive totally into Facebook, yeah, and I'm if I'm being true to myself, I'm gonna detach at a certain point because I'll be full. You know what I mean? But if I try to resist it, it's all it's it's also controlling because the effort of shooing it away, it's already spending my energy, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas if it's let's say I'm not into TikTok. It's not pulling me. That's I'm totally free from it because I'm not against it. I'm not for it. But it's just not there, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's an interesting kind of. What? Yeah, but I think that's where the total is. Like mm. the other day, I was eating. I haven't had McDonald's for a long time. Yeah. But then I had one. But I was really in it. <sighs> <laughs> I got so much pleasure out of it, but then I'm done with it. It's like, yeah. it's not like I'm still that, oh, I want more. It's just like, yeah. it's satisfied. It satisfied me. <laughs> Maybe it will come later, but again, see, it's not here now. It's that thing with your with desire, right? You've fulfilled your desire, you acknowledged it. It's like, okay, done. Like, yeah, it might come again, but that's the thing, it's being present. It's like how I was just listening to this Zen math on the shadow, integral Zen uh, master Roshin is talking about shadow work. Yeah. And he said one of the practices they do in shadow work is yeah. to detach myself from stories. I have to ask, what am I feeling right here, right now? Yeah. So let's say I'm against the corporations, but then I ask, am I feeling that right now? Because these are all stories. You have to fight the 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 conspiracy you have to but then is it here now you know what i mean <laughs> what is in front of me what is it what is relevant to me sometimes yeah. i get caught up there was a time in my life i get caught up with issues that yeah yeah but then i realized i'm not even in america why am i being worked up by what's happening in america <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's sapping my yeah I should be like doing something else, but I'm sad by this. Yeah. So I guess the idea is it's it's more like a negative path. It's not trying to 
bring something because it's already here. It's just removing. Yeah. It's like one of the other things I'm listening to is like, what is it that is not born will not die? So what is it that will remain that's, that will not be destroyed by death? That's the thing I should be looking at. Because everything else is like a dream, right? Yeah. Wow. What, did, what, what, what was that point, I guess, for people listening is, how did you get to that point? How did you like, going to be like, okay, I'm going to do this? Like, what got you to that point? Have you been thinking about it beforehand or is it something? I've, I've just, I do a lot of experiments. This is the current experiment. So That's I'm saying, yeah, so what I'm saying is, experiment. well, I've been listening to talks by Osho. Osho, okay. Rashnish, you know, that wild, wild country. I haven't seen the documentary. There's that, I've been reading books. I just, here's the thing, right? I used to be a nerd. You would understand when you're gaming. I used to be a nerd. I like books. Yeah. But then I just took it that, that it's true. But now I'm on another stage. I read books, do things. But then I try to make it my own. Yeah. Oh, that's See how it works. So I just go, go through cycles. So this is the current cycle. Yeah. Like I, you know, you, you, in the past we were talking about, I did keto. So yeah. I'm always doing experiments. Yeah. Like, yeah. And some experiments stay. Yeah. Like it, experimented with orgasmic meditation in 2014. I'm still doing it. I'm teaching it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's because, well, you have to go through like those experiments to know what you want to keep, you know, and what, what's useful for you and if it's not then um you know just keep it aside like that's and it's the only way i found yeah that helps me from being manipulated yeah people get me i got i got manipulated in the past because i just believed yeah that's another thing i've gotten rid of belief beliefs like like completely I, just chucked it out the window <laughs> no beliefs it's like it's either either i'm experiencing it or not it's kind of useless if you think about it. People argue about beliefs a lot, but it's meaningless. Because their beliefs can change, essentially. Yeah, and it's and also... Yeah. I guess it's how you define it, but like belief means you don't doubt something, yeah. but you need doubt for everything. So do. doubt becomes trust once... But because, belief is... Yeah. Just, you don't... It becomes, it becomes static. Yeah. <laughs> The backstory of religion as well. People, when people believe religions, they never change. Like they just go by these things that were developed thousands of years ago, and they still believe it's. Yeah, yeah. Whereas. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. Like I was gonna mention that too. Like, um, when you take something in as your belief in order to really believe something, like if you believe it, like you have to be able to question it, you know, you have to be able to, but then, you know, you can get rid of that belief, but you have to be able to question something. If you're not able to doubt or have doubts, then like you're giving all your power to something that you believe in, right? And you- Yeah, but this is even the, the next step is not to question at all, because questions are also meaningless in, ultimately. Because it's in the mind. So in Zen, there's just no mind. How to be not in the mind. Not in the mind, yeah. But use the mind because it's a tool. Mm. 
but then when you it's like if I'm learning computer programming, I need to use my mind to. But then after it's done, it's a bit yeah. like <laughs> this story that let's say, oh, let's say I I used this to drink water, right? Yeah. I don't carry the glass after I drank water forever. But sometimes we use that with the mind. We use it for something, but then we yeah. over yeah. It's like I rode the horse to town. I didn't. I don't need to carry the horse. No. Wherever I go. Yeah. I can leave it there and then I'll come back to it when I need it again. Mm. <laughs> Love that. So how long are you going to be, I, I don't know, you can't put a duration on it, right? It's just going to keep going. It's goalless. Yeah, it's goalless. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but it's, it's evolving. It's the thing with Osha is very rich. He talks about Zen. Before that, he talks about the Hasids, the Hasidic. Yeah. And now he's talking about the Baal, the Baal mystics. It's like, whoa. Because... With Zen, it's no mind. With Bo, it's more like love. To them, love is the thing. Love is... That's why in Facebook, you would see me like having a lot of quotes about love recently. It's because of, I've been listening to these talks on... I love that. <laughs> yeah. Then it's, it's the... Them, literally, love is the force that keeps the universe running. Yeah. Mm. Uh, sorry, my brain is like literally in the abyss right now. Like the the way that you think about um, what you're talking about and how you're going to apply to that, it's like making me think. Well, maybe I should apply a little bit of that in my circumstance at the moment. You know, it's like yeah. But the thing is, you have to. Awareness. It's Even yeah. Looking around right now, it's like I don't notice something like like your mind. Right, there's so much like there's so much things that you can focus on in any given time. Like, for example, right now, you're focusing on me, right? But then there's so much happening, like, around you. Like, you don't know, of, like, what's like, what's placed on the table, um, what what's there, like, what, you know, it's... it's peripheral. You know, like, how do you make your peripheral like that, like, that you're complete aware? You have to keep training your mind to do that, or is it sort of, like... I'm more now on feelings. I've been developing feelings, my feelings a lot. Because I think, um, I think, I feel <laughs> feelings are richer. Yeah. It's like, um, so there's doing before you do, you think. Yeah. But actually before you think, you feel. Feel, yeah. And, but, and then what's behind feeling is being. It's, yeah. It's, uh, that's a chain. Oh, I like that. It's, it's even being proven in uh, cognitive science. So this is a researcher called Antonio Di Masio. Okay. And then he's, he's, his um, research, he, he, he studies people with cognitive, cognitive disorders, like when, when the right side of the brain is not talking to the left, the right, the left brain, or some people have this, they know, they forget stuff. Yeah. So, so you have to reintroduce yourself every time you come into the room, and then there's people with locked-in syndrome. So he was looking at those patients, yeah. and based on that, he was able to come up with what is consciousness? Really, uh, and he's come to a conclusion that you can't. I can't actually think if I don't feel first. So in a way, that all this rationalizing comes after the feeling. Mm. Kind of makes sense. It's like um. Yeah. If let's say there's this story like there's the horse and there's two pools of water, where is it gonna drink from? 
if you can calculate and philosophize about it, you, you can, you'll die of thirst. Yeah. Whereas if you just follow the feeling, you just go. You'll just go and you think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like we're, we're born from people who reacted to the whatever's happening and reacted quickly. Because mm. if you're just standing there, is it a tiger? Maybe it's not a tiger. Maybe it's a illusion. Then you've already been eaten by the tiger. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too late <laughs> yeah there's something yeah. about that and yeah yeah it's fast lightning fast and, and, and in a way it's to my experiment is how to train it how to because it's fast it can also be wrong sometimes that's the thing you know mm, yeah. with your feelings yeah yeah so, right. yeah with that do you go with your gut feeling like you know how, how do you even explain your gut feeling like do you do you go with that gut feeling or do you go with your heart Right. Sometimes you have your gut, and then you got your heart, and then you've got your. It's like a. Where's your feeling coming from? It's like a. So this is where uh, shadow work and excavation comes in. Shadow because work. I, shadow work is when. So this persona you're talking about, you created Goku persona. Right? Personas yeah, yeah. are the things we want. Okay. I'd like to be seen like this. Mm-hmm. Shadow is the self we don't want to see. So I have to look at that because they, if I don't look at that, then it, they could be the ones whispering me to go to the, it, it's, it's going to screw up my yeah. sense making. Yeah. I mean, not to get rid of it, but to bring them into the family. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, like another thing I've listened to is like, I have to be, when I say total, I have to be total inside as well. If I'm having a war inside, then there's no way there's no way I could achieve. Even if I meditate forever, I'm not gonna achieve the peace I want if I have a war inside me. If I'm yeah. sitting there, it's like you know the old joke. It's this um, newbie. Oh, I wanna get enlightened. Yeah. He's following his master. Please, master, I wanna get enlightened. And uh, no, I wanna get enlightened. And finally, the master goes, "Really? You wanna get enlightened? Yes. All right. Sit under that tree, and whatever you do." Don't think about monkeys. <laughs> of course, what's the first thing that comes in? Monkeys, 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 monkeys. What am I not going to think about? Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, if I'm inside, this war me, should I meditate or not? Then I've already lost it because I've already divided. Yeah. Which is where the word individual comes from. Mm. It's undivided. Yeah. That's the real high, the highest meaning of individual is you're undivided, undivided inside. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom, you said it's me fun experiment. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. So what are you gonna get up to? Is it just gonna be every single day is just gonna be decided the moment, how you moment. feel. Every single moment, sorry, is gonna be decided on your feelings, right? That's cool. No, no, again, being total. Yes. Yeah. That when you say that, then you cut away thinking, cut away. it's having all of it, right? That's the thing. I, I guess that's the tendency is for us to find the magic bullet. There's no magic bullet. You have to no bring magic. all of it. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just want to be happy, but can you really be happy if you don't know what sadness is? It, it's like yeah, yes, it's the two sides of like, yeah. Uh... It's a way of, I guess it's, the way I'm feeling it, it's 
it's how do I be comfortable with paradox without you know like with the paradox because there's this inside there's always this me that wants to resolve things yeah but you can only re-solve things that have already been solved but if I want to live a new life each day then I step into the unknown how can I solve something that's still unknown so you can never resolve it because to solve it means I've known it already. Yeah. But if I just if I just exist in what is known, then there's no way to grow because yeah. I'm just be stuck in that no known universe, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 Boom. <laughs> and laughter is amazing actually. Laughter is the <laughs> You get a laugh sometimes when you look at life. It's like, ah. <laughs> you can see those moments in life where it's sort of like, you know, it's like a really shit moment, but you find the beauty in a shit moment. Yeah, and also... That's what helps a lot of people get through it, to be honest. But this, also ex- this experience the other day, I was looking at this... I was in Marubra, or... Yeah, or walking along the beach and I saw these beautiful clouds and the sea. It's so beautiful, it's perfect. Yeah. But then it made me feel sad. It's so weird, like this, all this. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I like, sometimes I would, I'm in a perfect moment, and, but there's also the emptiness at the same time. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> but then sometimes you're down and then there's this, there's also the, yeah. Yeah. But then I guess it, it, it depends on what lens you're looking through now, right? Yeah. Because then people, there's, there's two sides of people. It's like that that example. It's like, do you see the glass half empty or do you see the glass half full, right? How would you respond to that now? Like, what were you doing? Well, a glass can't be half full if it's not half empty. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> By definition. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's again, people want to cut, like procrastinate. I want to cut stuff, but maybe if we stop dividing stuff, yeah, there might something interesting might happen. Mm-hmm. Like, are you left or right? Why do you need to choose? Yeah, am I in the middle? I'm somewhere. <laughs> or if you have no beliefs, then I just act each moment the best way I know how. Yeah, that's, that's all you could do, really, actually. That's all everyone can do is at each moment be the best way we know how to, to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What else can we do? Right? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that statement? Um, it's by Stephen Covey. I think it's Stephen Covey. Um, but it's, it's basically... Oh, it's the seven habits of people. Yeah, yeah, seven habits. Yeah. And I think one of the habits is begin with the end in mind. Right? I don't... Yeah, again, that means you have a goal. That is a goal. Yeah, I was like that before. That's, yeah, it was helpful. It, it made me a lawyer because. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought I never wanted it in the first place. So then, what made you want to be a lawyer, and then now you don't didn't want to be? Because that time I I was looking outside. Because being a lawyer, I get respect. I get the money. I get yeah. If I have the money, if I have the prestige, I get the woman. Yeah. It's all this utilitarian thing. Utilitarian, yeah. Yeah, but now it's like, 
I'm trying to just do things because I want to do it because not yeah. of something else. Yeah, there's no goal. Right? Like this, I'm doing this. This people ask, why do you do this? Yeah, uh, because I love doing it. It's like it's not like ah. Oh, SEO, whatever. I don't want to SEO. I don't want to. I want to gain. I want to gain subscribers. I want to have my funnels. Do my course on funnels. I want everyone to But then it becomes dry. It becomes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Like, at, le at least my, that's how I feel. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah, there's another thing too. Is I'm trying to always say things from my point of view so that I don't say things that I see if it applies to everyone. Yeah. That's another, that's another people, right? Yeah. But the weird thing is it, it kind of makes me feel seem narcissistic, but who cares? It's just an impression. Yeah. <laughs> this is always I, 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 but the thing is I'm doing that because I want to make sure that I'm just speaking for myself and for everyone yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. That's good though, because a lot of people speak opposite of that, right? They always like speak for, like, the like the, the, the world. This, this is the, the right this thing. Is this is, and then already when you're saying that, you're already imposing your beliefs. You're already right. bringing in those politics, and you're bringing in those. You know, you're really. It's tricky. Sometimes when people ask questions, that are real questions. They are they've already trapped you by the question. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to be aware. That, oops, no, no. They've already I don't, I don't the accept the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've already narrowed it for me. Right? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen those conversations where um, some people they just uh, argue for the sake of they're not like really um, listening? Like there's a types of listening, right? And then there's the listening in the terms of they're listening, but they're listening from there they have to take whatever they say so they can attack the other person, right? It's like. The trick is like a lot of one, a lot of ones they say. So you're saying this. So what ah. you're saying is that. So what you're saying is this, right? They're already trapping you with that statement because, like, hold on a minute, I didn't say that. You're the one <laughs> when saying did I it. Say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, what does it mean to win a discussion? Does it, yeah. Does it, did it make the, the world a better place? I don't know. Yeah, how do you? How can you know that the discussion you're having is inevitably going to be? or a bad or just is like, well for me if i feel good after a discussion like if i'm feeling good like now yeah that's enough for me yeah. <laughs> i like that there's, that, that there's no bigger agenda it's just like that. The, good, there's um, no bigger agenda you're finding meaning through feelings right through your emotions yeah nah, i like that it's also that difference from so when I was reading that book, he, he on, on Damasio's book on the feeling of what is, I think it's a title, but he, he distinguished between emotions and feelings. Yeah. The emotions is the things you see. Animals have emotions. It's energy in motion. Like when animals get angry <laughs> or when they, yeah. but feeling is when there's consciousness. Feeling is, ah, there's an I that's feeling the emotion. So it's, it's another level. Yeah. There's that self-introspection. I'm yeah. feeling this. Feeling this. So to do that, there has to be an I that's up. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I could be, I could be amnesia. I don't know who I am, but I can still have emotions. Yeah. 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 And that's why, like, that's what, 
just makes humans on top of you know of the the chain of like no we're not on top nah uh, i guess i don't agree <laughs> you don't agree like in terms of like just the, like animals right like we're just different we had yeah. difference because we have that conscious right yeah but that doesn't mean we're on top i think oh i didn't I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, sorry. yeah yeah sorry that yeah, statement yeah. i might have to rebuttal that statement remove it back i meant like in terms of the what sets us apart from what sets us apart uh, from like animals and everything yeah. else is we have a conscious right we have those feelings the self the self introspect you know the that we know of it's hard because of. apparently like dolphins and really and well, octop they octopus they really they really smart i think mm. yeah but we don't know because we cannot we cannot communicate with them but we observe their behavior behavior so as scientists yeah have you seen the octopus? There's some of the octopus stories. They're so smart. Yeah, but we, they, we they can trick the, the yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's all the unknown. Yeah, and there's also like um, fungi and bacteria. They're together. They're like amazing at, yeah. at evolving. Yeah. Like we evolve. I don't know. How often do we do I change? And it's not every second, but bacteria can evolve within seconds you know mm. <laughs> they're, they're far ahead of this evolution thing yeah. <laughs> like with this virus that's why it's hard to with the flu virus it's hard to make a vaccine because they, right. they keep changing it fast yeah. Yeah. the same with covid right it's mm. like a different strain of, of something it keeps yes whereas i for example i'll be lucky to be really different after a year you know what i mean we're, we're slower yeah but all that's getting faster now things like the culture yet, we're evolving faster if we compare it to even just the last 50 years or even the last 100 years like right now we are like in the we're the luckiest human beings to be alive right now aren't we yeah right if you to me i agree yeah yeah, yeah yeah right it may not seem like it but i think it doesn't seem like it right now but yeah that's part of it right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <sighs> this is good i guess we can end this and then we can do another one yeah. yeah. Well, what would you record? What would you title this? Like based on the conversation that we just had. Ah. You scanning, scanning. The goal of goallessness. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I really do. Because we started with purpose, purpose, purpose of purposelessness. I like how the goal we of goallessness. Yeah, yeah. You like that? The goal of yeah. goallessness. The goal of goallessness. I don't know how you just like just. Spent like 10 seconds in silence. I've got the title. <laughs> it's like you just picked it out of like. So I've been telling people, you know, I do a lot of puns. It's not that I'm thinking about it. It just comes. Just comes. So, sometimes just... I have to stop myself. Because yeah, that's it, good. I like if that. If people don't know me, they, they'll get annoyed if I just. <laughs> <laughs> but if they know me already, it's okay. Because oh, that's it. It's always like that. But it's not, that, it's not as if I'm thinking about, oh, I, I'm going to make a pun. No, I just flashes like that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, i don't know i just need to accept i honor and accept it <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks man this has been really fun i really appreciate it like this has been like a really good conversation yeah and i, and I, I cannot wait to see and hear from your experiment or your and you as well. Maybe we could do another time and we could see. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know what happens with this experiment. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, yeah. and let me know. Yeah. 
Thank you. Gokubra. Jesse. German. Maraming salamat. Maraming salamat. See ya. Take care. Thank you.